So what, we watch anime. So what, we play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what, we stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 297 for... It is May 9th, 2021. It is Piccolo Day. Nothing else happens on May 9th, 2021. There's nothing else important about today. It is only that it is Piccolo Day. Joining me today, we have Andrew Roe McVeigh. What's Piccolo Day? Uh, Dragon Ball. Yeah, Dragon Ball. May 9th. What is that referencing in Dragon Ball? There's a scene where... Don't you fuck... Okay. Thought you were gonna say there's a character named Piccolo. <laughs> no, there's a scene where uh, they they just have the quote where he says May May ninth is shall be known as Piccolo Day. I think it's in the original Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. So maybe that's why a lot oh. of people don't know about it because yeah. the original Dragon Ball just wasn't watched as much. Uh, nope. And Cyberpunk Monk, uh, it's Connor the Cyberpunk Monk. Happy Piccolo Day, everybody. And, uh, yeah, yeah, thank you guys, guys for being here. But uh, let's start with, with Cyberpunk Monk. What, Where can we find you, first off? You can find me at aroa.website, where I have all of my still relevant, and to be honest, not even so relevant anymore, social media links. You could find my Twitter. Uh, you could find my Twitch Sometimes I, I think I am going to start going back to either painting or streaming on Twitch here shortly. Um, more so just to make more productive time out of my free time. That that seems like a good idea, right? Just never relax. That's that's what yeah. I do. And I find that like the last two days, I've just been very, very tired. I think I've 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 started doing that burnout thing that people talk about. So that's yeah, that's, that's that's the plan is to avoid that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then most importantly, I want to mention that you could also find Nathan and I's project, Clinton's Core Classics: Rise of the Rune Lords. If you know what Pathfinder First Edition is, you probably already know what Rise of the Rune Lords is. It's kind of the module that got it all kicked off and started. Uh, in our releases, we're like on season five, which is book five. So if you're looking for some time to sit down and blow through it, uh. Pick it up halfway through season two because that's when it gets good. It's when we lose the old editor. That's what happens. That, that's when um, Uller gets his beard and uh, the, the, the quality in the writing just shoots up dramatically. That's true. Yes, that's exactly what happened. And uh, Aroa, where can we find you? Well, obviously you can find me on Aroa.website because it's my website. Uh... Yeah, it's got all my shit on there. Although I I think I put my Glemish on there and uh as we discussed uh previously, I don't think I'm going to be using that site for the time being. Why um because the restream site that I was using kind of sucks. So yeah. uh yeah, I kind of like I kind of prefer for like the stream to work. Um, so now I've just been streaming explicitly on the Twitch Arena. Yeah. When I saw you, I, I actually checked last night and I was like, Hey, the sound's working. Yeah. 
but I didn't realize yeah. that you were just streaming on Twitch. Yep. Yeah, because it's just easier in general too. Because the restream site that I that I was using, uh, Aircast, doesn't have the functionality that restream does, where you can update the titles for all your streams right there. Like it, I have to have chats open for all three websites simultaneously. Like it's really, it's really just obnoxious comparatively. And with Twitch, I can just have all of that right there in OBS. So, right. well, and just gonna... with with restreaming, and and we we spoke about this last week with YouTube, where if you're trying to build up YouTube, streaming actually hurts you. Because it it negatively affects the algorithm. Yeah, well, it, I guess that would be the case if like nobody watches you stream. Well, no, right. no, because there there have been people who are like, yeah, you know, I I ha they have quite a few viewers on YouTube. Like they're uh, they they get good views on their their videos, and they were getting good views on their YouTube streams. But because of the way the algorithm works, it's just not enough to make the algorithm like you, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. It like uh, My assumption was that the VOD would have like minuscule views compared to everything else. That might and be that so... might be part of it too. I have no idea. I think that they definitely should not tie the algorithm for your normal videos with the streaming algorithm. That makes zero sense to me. Well, YouTube's entire discovery algorithm makes zero sense to anyone. That's true. That's true. Yeah, as a, a not too big of a side tangent, has has YouTube been sucking for anyone else lately? A little bit. Little bit. In terms bit. of like the... what it recommends to me, I feel incredibly dissatisfied with everything I'm seeing on YouTube. Like, I don't know. For the past two weeks, maybe I've noticed enough to bring it up. It's all a row, a row of dang and rampa stuff. I just can't deal with it. <laughs> no. uh... I, I will say it's been kind of middling. Um, I've been getting a lot of like survival tool stuff because I watched one review of a survival tool. Uh, like, and usually it's not that bad, but I don't know where all of my meme content has gone other than probably in the shorts thing, uh, which is like ruining a lot of people's lives, supposedly. So. I've been, I've been doing a lot of TikTok, honestly. I hate uh, TikTok. I, I've I'm been sorry. binging on TikTok. Uh, most most give days. TikTok a pass. Yeah. So so you there's really should check it out. I'm just saying. So so here's I the mean, thing. The... Here's just the don't thing. give them your phone number. Right. Go ahead, Reed. I was gonna say, and it's probably the same point that Cyberpunk Monk is probably gonna say, is that I don't like the short form. I don't like the short form videos that TikTok oh. have. Uh, I just, if I'm going to watch something, I want it to be like 10 to 20 minutes. I don't want it to be like six to 20 seconds, little gifts of just people trying to make me laugh. Cause usually I don't find it funny anyway. Well, it, it, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't go too deep into it, but like TikTok is a platform that, will adapt itself to what you like uh fairly effectively in my experience uh like it, it their their discovery algorithm is impressive and 
like i don't know it, two different people will have a completely different experience on tiktok depending on whether they like uh you know f funny meme video or like informative shit or like politics or if they're a pedophile you know um so there's a lot of that on tiktok that's that's uh, that i would i would argue that that last one is probably not a good one to gear towards well it's definitely you know, on my short list of reasons i'm staying away yeah <laughs> <laughs> like every every once in a great while um i'll scroll through and it'll be like a fucking like eight-year-old kid with an ipad and they're like watch me hit myself with this with this knife and then i'm like all right oh, I'm, no. gonna I'm gonna report that and we'll move on and yeah. like uh Lots but for prayers. the but for the most part I, I i really enjoy tiktok and i think uh too many people too many people confuse it with what it used to be which was uh musical dot lee and it was nothing but like tweens dancing and lip syncing to anime music that's all yeah. i that's all i do on tiktok is i just <laughs> i dance and i i lip sync to anime reading's gotten the caramel dance and lip sync down pretty well though yeah yeah it's it's good well to be fair you you just put your hands on your head and you kind of bob up and down they have uh they have that song on on Beat Saber. Well, I have that song on Beat Saber. I have... I have like everything on Beat Saber. Exactly. So, uh, I'm going to move on to me and say where Speaking you can find knife, me. my packages. Okay. So. Don't scratch your back with a knife. Do it. Why do don't it. do it? Use the sharp side. So. I do. So, we're going we're gonna to move on and talk you about me. Nathan Reed. It doesn't hurt. So. You can find me on Twitter at Reeton on basically everywhere at Reeton. So YouTube, Reeton, Twitch is ma mainly where you'll find me Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time uh -oh. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Because all, this podcast is on uh, iTunes and Spotify and Google and Amazon. We're everywhere. And you can subscribe all of those places. You can't leave reviews on Spotify, which is dumb. I think that you should be able to. But you can on iTunes. So if you listen on iTunes, give us a five out of five. And we're going to move on and we're going to ask Cyberpunk Monk what games he's played this week. I saw you were playing some Cyberpunk 2077 again. I sure was. Uh, I want to get through that I played some Space Station 13 as well. Goon Station, great time, great server, love it a lot. I'm restarting Cyberpunk 77. <laughs> restarting Cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk 1977. Cyberpunk 1947. <laughs> it's a fun game. I like it quite a bit. Um, I can't wait until it's done. <laughs> yes, yes. I. It's it's not done yet. I think... maybe maybe by like next year, the campaign will work. I think that some of the developers have came out and said like, yeah, we needed like two more years of development on that. Which mm -hmm. makes sense. I guess they fixed the cops. The cops. Yeah, I, had, just... I did notice that already. I, I had a little whoopsie daisy, and I lost control in um, the starter car that you get, and uh, I, I wasn't exploded immediately for it, and that was nice. 
No, that's good. Because uh, sometimes you make a little oopsie daisy, and one too many people get hit by a runaway vehicle torpedo, and uh, you know they, they start shooting rockets at you. You make a little fucky lucky. You just you just make a little oopsie daisy. You know these things yeah. happen. And you did you play anything else? You got cyber cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. You've got uh-huh. the space station thirteen. Love that game. I have also been playing XCOM two. Have y'all played that at all? It's very fun. I really yes, I like doing guerrilla style missions, and until you know that stops working, and then it's just XCOM again. I'm bad at that game. It's great tactics game. I love it very much. Uh, it feels a lot like Pathfinder, just you know, with guns. Yes, and uh, I think that with XCOM, you can actually kill your characters. Can die if you don't get to them in time. Is that? Is that correct? Like your your characters that you're using on the battlefield can actually die? All of the characters I've had that have died, I haven't had a chance to pick them up again. They were just yeah. gone. Yeah. Yeah. Usually they just die. Okay. I don't and, I don't even know if there is a pickup. And mechanic. I've had a couple of I've had a couple of painful dies and I've had a couple of not so bad deaths. But that's XCOM, baby. You're like, oh that's, no, uh... Reeton Reeton two died. Now now I gotta make Reeton three. It's actually uh, I I made my uh, uh the game of Shadowrun that I'm playing. I made all of my players' characters, and the one who does reckless stuff like jump out in the middle of a what what do they call it a Mexican standoff and try to out intimidate people. He he went out in a very character appropriate way of just I'm panicked. I'm out in the middle, and now it's that scene from Tropic Thunder. Yes. Well, we had a this spoilers for. A year and a half from now, but uh, we had a character go in a very big blaze of glory last week on our yeah that was si- awesome Clinton's Core Classics. Uh, that was but, really but it's awesome. Okay. It's all right. They're 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 fine. They're fine now. We brought them back because if you die in a cool enough way, we will expend the resources to bring you back, and that was a cool enough way. Yes. Uh, just a little bit of spoilers. The character did a total of nine hundred damage to enemy forces, which it was uh, awesome. In Pathfinder is a shit ton of HP to, or a, so a they ton of damage. suicide bombed. Uh huh. Uh huh. I, I oh. think it was over a thousand damage if you count what they did to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, basically they they suicide bombed and it was uh, it was it really was, fucking cool. It was cool. Yeah, there there's the the part of the reason why they did so much damage was because the enemies that we were facing. Uh, had a vulnerability to a specific type of energy, which was fire. And so uh, that not only did they do the massive amount of damage they were originally going to do, they also did 50% more damage. So they just leveled the uh, characters that were there. Anyway. And as a as an experienced D&D slash Pathfinder player, let me take a step back and explain meta what's happening here. Reeton, our barbarian, is very used to doing the most damage in the campaign. It's kind of been his bragging rights. What he's realized is every game hits a point where the caster does more damage than them, and he's upset about it. He I'm won't not really it. mad. Or maybe he will upset it. He's very upset about it, though. I'm, I'm not. I can still kill him in one turn. Um, <laughs> yeah, have you'd have wait. to get lucky. Yeah, I'd just have to wait until he's uh, asleep. Um, <laughs> but, yes. No, it, it, he did a ton of damage. In sp- the magicians or or wizards or whatever casters can always do 
a ton of damage. That's why I actually really like casters in games. Uh, but to play a caster in like Pathfinder or D and D, considering this is my first time playing Pathfinder uh, or D and D, really, it 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 made a lot more sense to go a barbarian or fighter rather than be like, I need to do resource managing with this wizard, because I don't think I would be able to do that very well. Anyway, uh, what games have you played, Aroa? So I've kind of jumped all over the place recently. Um, I've been, I, I played some Gary's Mod online, um, like Prop Hunt, and uh, man, it's amazing where that game has gone since I last played it. Because I think I last played in like GMod 12 era, and it's like GMod 14 now or something, and it like the server browser is incredible and there are still people making content for it, which blows my shit. Like it's, it's a really incredible thing that Gary's mod. I'm super excited for sandbox. I cannot wait for that to come out in alpha or beta or whatever. I'm really, uh, which if you don't, I, you don't I know was, what that is. That's Gary's mod too. Yeah. I was going to say I played uh just Gary's mod. Like Gmod nine? No. No. Just like when uh, when Gary's mod first released. That's yeah. the only Gary's where it's just like an open field and they're like, you can spawn stuff in, have fun. Yeah. I uh I was with everybody else uh where Gmod nine came out and like people were doing cool Rube Goldberg machines and and making funny animations and stuff. I, in high school, I did multiple class projects uh, as Gary's Mod Animations, and uh, that was a pretty good time. That's but, cool. Uh, yeah, G- uh, but I remember Gmod 10 like being an amazing upgrade from Gmod 9, and like seeing where things are now is incredible. Uh, speaking of Face Punch games, uh, Rust... I also played Rust because uh, I just I saw an update a few weeks ago that was like, "Hey, we changed the the Bandit Camp," and I was like, "What the fuck is the Bandit Camp?" Um, and there's a lot more in Rust now than there was back when I played it in like early beta. Um, May I ask you a quick question? What's that? Is it fun yet? Uh, no, no. Yeah, I think I, I think I got the answer I needed. So, I think it can it could be fun if, if you, you played have a it. Group. Yeah, you, if you have you're either your own server or you have a server that's owned by a community that you're part of, where you know that you're not going to get trolled by twelve year olds. Yeah, because that's. It, it, it that's what has always killed rust for me and it still kind of does that yeah you you have 12 year olds that are like hey what are you doing you look like you got good stuff and i'm just a naked black dude with a rock and i'm like i don't have anything what is wrong with you and then he shoots you and that's it you respawn and you don't have anything they have mitigated that problem slightly with the uh outpost so you can respawn at this outpost anytime you die 
and there is a reclaim machine where you get some percentage of your inventory back. Um, so, I mean, that, that's a little bit of a help. Uh, that outpost is also a safe zone, so people can't, like, spawn camp you or anything. If you go into the outpost with a gun, uh, as soon as you get, like, 200 feet away from the door, you get a countdown that says, put your gun away. Uh, and if you don't, then armed guards come out and just mow you down. Um, so, like, it, there, there are efforts made there, but uh, it's still not a great experience if you are playing by yourself uh, on any random public server. Uh, right. I have considered making my own server for it, but... Super easy. It, it only runs on Linux, and my server is a FreeBSD box. So um, I'm looking at how to either change hey, over to Ubuntu or there is a Linux compatibility layer for BSD um, where you can run Linux inside of a BSD jail. And I might do that because I really like the jail system because uh, I'm really just kind of putting it off until TrueNAS scale uh, goes into beta so that I can trust it and then I can just use Docker instead of jails. I thought... I thought that it also had a Windows version. Well, it does, but I don't want it running on this machine. I want it on my goddamn server. Well, I understand so that, I... but you said it only ran on Linux, so I was very confused. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it, I, I meant that, like, as far as server OSs are concerned, that, that I would okay. be running. Um, yeah, uh, there's that. I also did my first playthrough of Nier Automata. I finally finished the game. Um, it's not a very long game. Uh, granted, I, I, you have to finish it like three times, but I really thought that the storyline would be longer. Um, I could have probably finished it in six hours if I hadn't spent so much time just kind of wandering around forgetting what I was supposed to be doing. Uh, that said, I'm doing the second playthrough right now, and my God, it's... Uh, it's amazing, and if you haven't played any of that game and you like um, spectacle fighters to any degree, uh, it's really, really good. Did you eat um, fish? I did. Did you? <laughs> yes, I, I did do that. Back whenever I, I had first played the game, I did the, the, the thing where you eat the fish. So, so what happens cyberpunk monk is if you eat fish you die you get uh, you get ending it, it is is it ending f is is that it I have there no are 26 idea. different endings there's one for each letter of the alphabet and, and f better well damn stand for fish <laughs> like that's usually what they do uh because i got ending a for beating the game and i have a couple i, I have one ending for blowing myself up uh well for taking out my brain because you can do that um there's a there's an os chip and if you remove the chip from your from your skill box uh you just immediately die uh that game's really fucking great um uh, how long did it take you to to finish the game the first time it took me uh so 
in-game time, it was probably like 12 hours, but a lot of that time was spent just not playing the game. Um, it was it was spent like running around, uh, not remembering what I was supposed to do because I came back to the game and forgot what my objective was. Um, and also, it's just kind of fun to go around and, and try to find items and stuff. Uh, I, I really would say that if you wanted to just run through the mainline story you could probably finish it in six hours maybe eight hours tops if you if you aren't used to that kind of combat but like it is very much like one of the easiest forms of that kind of combat that i've ever played um you can basically mash on right trigger constantly to become invincible um i think it's not super difficult by any means uh and then like I don't know what's going to happen on the second and third playthroughs, so I don't oh, know if it's going three? to be are more difficult. Three, three playthroughs. I thought there were only I th- two. I think there are three. I'm okay. not 100. I, I'm like I know I'm not 100 percent on how many times you have to finish it, but I know that you have to beat it twice, and then there's more that happens the third time around. But I think it's like completely different. Um. But yeah, that's it's it's really good. Did you play really, anything really else? Uh, the only other thing notable is uh, Handy Harry's Haunted House Services, uh, which is like uh, it's it's like Slender Allah Among Us. Um, so you are running around in a procedurally generated house with up to uh, seven other players, and you have to complete Among Us style tasks in the house because you're a repair service while avoiding uh, Slenderman-style ghosts that are chasing you around trying to jump scare you. Um, it's not great, but it's also only $5. The PvP mode is fundamentally broken because you can't pick who becomes the monster. Um, you just kind of... One, one of you gets randomly chosen at the beginning of the match, and so you walk out of the elevator that is the game lobby... And then one of you is suddenly the monster and immediately kills somebody and then teleports away. Um, so they're they're going to fix that, supposedly. Uh, I think it's fine. It's it's obviously low quality jank, but uh, I think they're they're trying a little bit and it's probably going to be stream bait. I really think it's going to be streamer bait. Probably. Um, but yeah, you got to jump on that. Be the first there. I did. Oh, good. So we're gonna we're gonna move on to me and talk about what games I've played. And do it. But before that, uh, Piccolo Day is held on or held on May 9th. This is the day that King Piccolo declares his ruling of Earth. However, in the dub, it is May 13th, and the reason is because the number nine coup is similar to the word for pain or distress, kiu, uh, and that's why the dub changed it to the 13th, was because the 13th is like an unlucky day. And apparently the 9th in Japan is like our number 13 unlucky day. So that's uh... why. So that's why today is King Piccolo Day, uh, or the 13th if you watch the dub, I guess. Anyway. Uh, games I played this week. First game, I played some 
Dragon Quest Builders 2. And that game's all right. Um, yes. It's, it's okay. I, I played some of it. I There was one joke that made me set my controller down for a moment, and that was uh, you, your character has a book that he pulls out and uh, writes down, like, recipes and stuff. And the other character's like, hey, let me look at that book. And your character will not let you look at the book. And uh, the other character's like, what? What, do you have some mucky magazine in there? Don't worry, I don't mind a little muck, just so a wet rag can can wash it right off. And I was like, that... This is a kid's game. No, it's not. Dragon Quest. I, I guess... I don't know. It reminds me uh, of a uh, kid's game. The later on you get in the game, like it, it makes no intention of being for kids. Oh, well, that sounds horny, dude. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, and I do like the character designs. The character designs were uh, done by Akira Toriyama. So, you know, that was pretty, that's pretty good. So they uh, look like every other game that he's ever done art for? Yeah, that's, that's kind of, you can tell. Like, they don't let him uh, branch off from that signature style he has. It's like, what? What? You want to you wanna make characters look well, different? Well, do they not no. let him, or is that just all he can do? I'm sure he's tried, and they'd be like, no, do it again. <laughs> Give him the eyes. Where's the Trunks character? We need the, the character with the mop hair. Yeah, where's Why the giant Why does his hair? armor look like bug plates? Do it yeah. right. Uh, and if anybody's listening doesn't know, Akira Toriyama is the creator of Dragon Ball. So And Blue Dragon. And and Blue Blue Well, he didn't create Blue Dragon. He did the art for Blue Dragon. It's a different Blue Dragon. No. Bad. Chrono Trigger. Did he do the the art in Chrono Trigger? Yeah. yeah. Oh well that's way better. Uh he I played... wrote it and voice acted it. And he did all the animation and 3D. Oh, art. good, good. Yeah, in the 2D game. Uh huh. Yeah. We're getting off track. Let's focus. Yes. So <laughs> I play. I also played on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I played some Saga Frontier, and I apparently so you can choose from like nine different characters to play to start as, and I chose the one on the far left, and I was like, I'll just go from left to right on the character selection. Yeah, you would. Uh, which was red. And the character that I played as, uh, he has the ability to turn into a Power Ranger. Uh, more more akin to Common Rider, actually. And so that's pretty cool. But I did not know, because I was going in blind, that when you change into that Common Rider mode, you don't level up. You don't get like your HP doesn't increase, your strength doesn't increase, anything like that. So uh, I figured that out after about an hour or so, and I was severely under leveled, and I was getting kind of destroyed by the enemies. And I ended up grinding and, and fixing that. But there was somebody came in who actually had played the game before. It shockingly enough, I've actually got quite a few new viewers. From Saga Frontier Remastered, which I was not expecting. And the guy was like, oh, 
on this character or or in this fight, you have like a really low percent chance to get her sword. And then I killed the enemy. Like right after that, I killed the enemy and got the sword. And he's like, wow, man. And then uh, there was another character I went to go fight. And he's like, yeah, you have a really low percentage chance to get this person's bangle. And it's really good. And then it's like wonder bangle dropped. And he's like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> so it was uh it was fun. It was fun. I like the game. I think that it is a lot harder than most JRPGs. There a lot of the time JRPGs are pretty um easy, super easy to just kind of plow your way through. And with Saga Frontier, they they make no qualms about just making you fight like five creatures that are way more powerful than you for no reason. So it's not bad. And then I played some Binding of Isaac on Friday because Binding of Isaac is a good game and I need a life. That's that's what I need. Okay, uh, I do have hey, one more. I have one more thing to ask Cyberpunk Monk before we go. Do you have a Warhammer minute? I wish I did, but I actually don't this week. We oh. tried really hard to get a game of Warhammer in, and the stars just didn't line up. That's your Warhammer minute. You tried I, I and could failed. Ta- I could talk about what I painted. Sure. Do you guys, all right, all right, all right, uh, Nathan, please cue up the music that I sent you two weeks ago. I You never sent me music. All right. So. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for editing that in. What I have been doing is I went to the game shop and I tried to get a unit called uh, go to, uh, Raiders or Sulphur Hounds. They're the units that ride on the back of... They, they're, they're supposed to be horses. I think they actually kind of look more like doggos. Um, really good units. And with their newest edition update supposedly coming sometime this month, I'll believe it when I see it. I figured it'd be a good idea to get more of them. And every place around me doesn't have them in. And I was looking online and I was going to order them and they're kind of sold out there with the new update coming. I think everyone bought them up when they could. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to play that game. Here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a unit that's pretty similar. Uh, They're called Atlan Jackals and they ride on motorcycles and they're like 10 bucks cheaper. And I bought that. Went into my bit box and I have all sorts of heads and arms and stuff of options for ultimate you know when I, I build infantry there's parts that i don't choose to use or want to make sense to have two of and i just throw them in my bin box uh put pieces out of here a couple of pieces there did a little bit of filing down to make everything fit where i needed it to and I'm holding it in front of me right now i think these look pretty damn good actually for something that was basically slapped together with parts i feel like i'm playing with legos again and it's awesome that it's working out well. So I have a question for you before we move yep. on. Uh, why have you not bought a resin 3D printer yet? I've been thinking about it. I've been looking. And the easiest answer I can give is because I will 100% kill myself with it. <laughs> I, you Someone know... will come to check on me and be like, why didn't you pay your, your rent? Or why, why haven't you paid your student loan bill? Oh, he inhaled too much resin. There he is. So I am trying to get a new house right now. Mm-hmm. And the house that I'm looking at getting would be two bedroom, two bathroom, with obviously a living room as well. And I was like, I could use the second bedroom 
where I could put my res my resin 3D printer when I get one. And then I won't have to inhale the flame or inhale the fumes and die. Besides, it's not that poisonous. You'd be fine. Come it's, on. I, I you just, just I put a he... fan in the room. Put a fan in there, point it at the door. Yeah, make your roommates get poisoned. Yeah, it's, it's a win-win. <laughs> Uh, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about... Wait, we got to play the outro. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. That, never mind. <laughs> we're going to get back together one of these days. That's really, that's really loud, by the way. Uh, it's going <laughs> to fuck up the recording. So, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some news stories. One of the biggest news stories of this week is that uh, former president, oh God, I can't even say it. it. Makes me vomit just a little bit. Uh, former President Donald Trump. Uh, it doesn't make me vomit to say that he's former. It just makes me vomit to say that he was ever president in the first place. I just want to point that out. Um, former President Donald Trump has started his own social media. Now he you posted would- the wrong link again. Did I? I don't give a shit. <laughs> so. Uh, Donald Trump's response to social media is he made his own social, like he got banned from everywhere. He got banned from Twitter. He got banned from, uh, I was going to say Twitch, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, those were the he did get ones. banned from Twitch. Yeah. He got banned from Twitch. Uh, I think is that I posted TikTok. Maybe not. Well, he wouldn't Maybe. use TikTok anyway. That's Chinese, uh, spying software. Oh, I want right. to see a video of Donald Trump uh, lip syncing to Caramel Dancing. Yes. So he he started his own social media company, and now you would think that it would be something like Parlor, or did you know that the guy from um, My Pillow started tried to start his own social media as well? Called Who the fuck cares about the guy from My Pillow? Yeah. He he uh he tried to start his own social media as well, and it failed miserably. But Donald Trump started as his own, and the reason I'm being vague on it is because it's not a social media. It is a blog. It's it's the classic social media where there's only one person. It's only one person. It's a website that he posts random things to, and I don't believe you can comment on the posts. No, you can like them. And you can share them on Facebook or Twitter. And that's it. And I wonder if Facebook and Twitter are going to ban sharing from that website. Because I think you definitely should be able to... You, they should definitely ban that. Because that, that's kind of a, a way to circumvent his ban, right? Is by having yeah, that's other people. all that is. Yeah. Uh, and Here's then, the post I would have put on here. Click on this link to read it. And I'm yeah. sure we'll have a gajillion ads on it eventually. But but yes, that is not social media, people. Uh, the fact that I think he's they spent like millions of dollars on this. Well, they uh, didn't. It's, they it's they didn't well, the spend that Save much. America pack. Yeah. Paid. Yeah. They they uh, they raised millions of nobody's dollars. Nobody's getting ripped off here. Nobody. Uh, by Nobody the way, it, at all. it's being done by some company called Nucleus, um, or at least like the the site is powered by this company called Nucleus, uh, which appears to be from their website 
uh, WordPress for campaigns. Um, like if you look at the UI on the dashboard, uh, it is like a slickened up WordPress by the looks of it. Yeah, and here's the thing. Uh, you guys can all go to my social media, readentertainment.com. <laughs> I mean, by, by, by this definition, uh, a website is also a social media site. Any website is a social media <laughs> website. Site. The internet is social media, apparently. Exactly. exactly. That's, that's all it is. Just the entire internet is social media. Uh, it's fucking stupid, and we're going to move on. Uh, so we reported on the story was a week or two ago, uh, where Humble Bundle had done a thing that made a lot of people mad, where they were they were removing the slider, so that way you could not give more than fifteen percent to charity, and the other eighty five percent went to the developers and the uh and and the site Humble Bundle itself. And apparently they're changing that because everyone was mad. Every single person was like, no, fuck you, Humble Bundle. And they ended up reversing that decision. So the sliders are remaining. Uh, the only the unfortunate thing is you can only move the slider up to 15%, which is weird. I, I kid. I think that they're, you're still going to be able to choose how much of a percentage you give to charity. 100%. I give, I usually do like 50% to charity if I'm buying from Humble I, Bundle. I do, I do a split usually between the charity and the developers, and then I move the Humble tip as low as it'll go. Well, that's good. Because <laughs> I, they, they make so much of a cut off of the stuff that they sell in the Humble store that they don't need any extra money. Yeah. Not that I've bought a humble bundle in the last like I don't even know how long. Yeah, I haven't bought, I bought a... was whenever they had that big VR bundle, and I'm pretty sure I'd do yeah. similar. Oh, yeah, that uh, that is the last one I did. Expensive to host a website, not when you're humble bundle. I mm -hmm. remember, I remember the last one I bought was the uh, Forgotten Realms books. They had right. they had a, a Forgotten Realms, uh, like ebook sell, and I and I did that. So, and I think I. Uh, I think Connor ended up getting that as well. Nope. He may not have paid for it, but he ended up getting those books. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. You uh, didn't so... even know. <laughs> I don't even know it yet. No, no, I, 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 I sent them to you. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, the Humble Bundle decision to screw over people has been, or screw over charity. They're screwing over charities has has decided to they have decided to reverse that decision so that is a good thing i think that's the second time in like a month that public outrage has reversed a company's decision i like i like it they're saying the line that i think everyone could take a solid uh moment to learn a thing from too is they're going to try to promote more transparency moving forward and i think if a lot more people were just like hey we're doing this should we do it that gives people a chance to say, no, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, you would think that there's going to be one person in there that's like, that's eh, a bad idea. A bad idea. Who's, people are going to get mad. In whose interests is it to do surprise drops like this? 
who is like, and we're going to surprise him with it. And that's just going to be the way that it is. And when has Iron Curtain style ever been as successful? That's uh, it's IGN. It's a it's Humble Bundle was bought by IGN a while back. So it explains it quite a bit. Don't try yeah. to turn Humble Bundle into a cash crop. Let it be something that generates money for charity. That's what it really should and needs to be. Well, and they they make money off Humble Bundle. It's not like they're losing money there. Even I've with... bought stuff off their store before. It's a, a fine store. I have never bought anything off the Humble Humble store. I know that Aroa has Humble Choice. Mm-hmm. I I do not. I do not have Humble Choice. I keep I... thinking about canceling it, but then like. I, I know that they do it on purpose. Like every two or three months they have a game where I'm like, Oh, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and really that's the only time I ever shop on, on, on hubba bubba is when they have a good deal on something that I want to play. Yeah. I haven't seen any good, uh, bundles lately. Like they have their Vegas bundle every like year or six months. And that's what they're doing right now. But Vegas is not a great, video editing program anymore i'd it rather to... just obtain a copy of premiere from like <laughs> eight years ago i i just used davinci because you could also uh i mean you, you could also get a copy of vegas from eight years ago and it would be the same application that it that's, is now that's a problem because i've done i've i've purchased for like 20 bucks from the humble store the uh the vegas collection from a couple of years ago and that shit crashes all the time. Yeah. And Vegas sucks. It's bad. I don't know how. There are YouTubers who still use that piece of shit, and I don't know how. Uh, well, they don't want to spend money on Premiere or DaVinci. Clearly, spend money on DaVinci. Using Windows Movie Maker, the superior video editing <laughs> option. I well, would... I mean, they'd have to use the version from Windows XP. I would Naturally. rather, yeah, through the win the. I remember, I think there was a Vista version. It was awful of Windows Movie Maker. Yeah, the but, the 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 one that they packed with seven, it got rid of the timeline editor, Trash. which is yeah, insane. Uh, but I I if I were to pay money for, uh, a video editor, like if I had to choose between Premiere or Resolve, I would just buy Resolve Studio because. It would be cheaper in the long run than paying the what is it twenty bucks a month for Premiere, or Seriously, is it more? I, I like Premiere quite a bit, but Adobe can go um what let's put this delicately fuck themselves with a cactus. You know, I got banned from Twitter for twelve hours for saying that. Are you gonna ban me from your podcast? Yes, uh, and the reason I still find it hilarious was because I was promoting self-harm. We're going to move on and talk about... Oh, God, this is a disturbing story here. 9,000 flyers may have had reused swabs jammed up their noses in Indonesia. Ah, it's so Indonesia. fucked. That's so fucked. What in the fuck? Uh, yeah, so... Since last December, more than 9,000 airline passengers who took the coronavirus rapid test uh, as they flew out of somewhere 
International Airport in Madan uh, may have uh, may have been tested by having previously used cotton swabs jammed into their noses. Uh, they have arrested four workers and a local manager of one of the major pharmaceutical companies, uh, which was working in conjunction with the airport to help perform the test. The company employees were allegedly washing and replacing cotton swabs for the test while pocketing up to 1.8 billion rupiah, which is around $125,000. So... That's they, not good. No, they. Yeah, they. Uh, they were using reuse. Like, I was tested, and then they washed it, and then they tested Aroa, and that would be disgusting. Uh, of all the bodily fluid to uh to transmit, I think uh mucus is probably the worst, especially if what if the person did have COVID. Yeah, that's definitely going to give you COVID. Oh, yeah. They washed they wash the cotton. So they washed them. Come on. Probably. What does washing mean exactly in this case? They, they dipped it in some water. It's fine. Took it out. <laughs> like... there's, there's a little boogie on there and just flicked it off. I've had this test a couple of times. They go in there, dude. Yeah. Um... yeah uh, there was somebody apparently complained about that, that... Uh... They did it way too deep and insisted on doing it multiple times, and they complained about it. Yep, uh, there is somebody who is suing for uh, sixty nine thousand uh, dollars per affected passenger. Uh, they also want uh, Kimia Pharma to suspend rapid testing at other airports until audits can confirm there are no other cases of fraud. It says we wonder if there is an even larger case to uncover here. I hope not. I sure I hope really, not. I really hope That's not. That's not like, what we need right now. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Lesson to healthcare workers: uh, don't reuse swabs. I guess. Man, like, I'm glad I've never gotten tested, so I don't even have to worry about any of that shit. It sucks. I I've never done one of the rapid tests where they jam it all the way into your nose. But when I go to work, when I go into work on Tuesdays, I have to take a a, a self administered test. They give you the rectal exam. Yeah, yeah. No, I just I put it in my nose, but they're they don't make you jam it all the way in there and get it. I I imagine that feels uncomfortable. Uh, it sucks so much. It's ten seconds of digga 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 in the in the, the back of your brain. Oh, I know some people it like gives them nosebleeds. Uh, I tear up every time. Oh, I yeah, I bet I would probably tear up. I tear up when I pull my nose hair, so. I'd probably Last time that. I had to get tested, it was because my allergies were kicking in and I was not a fun person to be around at work. And this is, uh, now that I'm telling this story, I'm realizing it's probably too much detail for the podcast. Um, the, the pull out, and I'm just thinking of the story that we just told of where they rinsed them off, wasn't the kind that you would probably just rinse off. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm thinking realistically... Yeah, without going into detail, it was, it was covered in like boogers and blood. And stuff. Stop yeah. it, Aroa. Stop it. That Mute word yourself. really gets bad. Boogers? But thinking me. of just yeah. dipping that in the sink or something like that and using it on somebody else is nauseating. 
Yeah, that's just like uh oh, it's, it's awful. It's not like they like, threw even, it even into. Even if you put it, it in hydrogen peroxide, like even then, it's like. <sighs> yeah, it's not like they're. It's not like they're putting it into a washer or or something like that. Like you know that they're just like putting it under us in a sink and just rinsing it off. Maybe what putting some soap on there. Doing is they they get someone in back and um they they put it in their mouth and they suck it all off and. <laughs> <laughs> You're told you stop it. I don't know if Aroa is just playing it up for comedic effect or if he's actually going to throw up. I, no, I, that one that one made me actually. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna move on so we don't make Aroa vomit on microphone. Uh, we'll save so that remember... for the Halloween episode. I, I had to mute. <laughs> we found something that made Aroa mute himself. Nice. We crossed the boundary. Do you guys remember net neutrality and when when the Republican Party were were fighting against net neutrality? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got a couple stories to talk about that. So uh, there were millions upon millions upon millions of comments saying basically, "Hey, don't end net neutrality because net neutrality is an objectively good thing." We were talking about it here on the podcast. God, we've been doing the podcast for too long. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Uh, Let's turns, cancel it. It turns out that ISPs, uh, internet service providers, paid for 8.5 million fake FCC comments opposing net neutrality. How? Wow. Is this? This has got to be illegal, right? It damn well should be. Uh, it says here. Uh, the AG report said that the industry campaign was through Broadband for America, an umbrella group that includes Comcast, Charter, AT&T, Cox, and CenturyLink. Fuck CenturyLink. Um, Broadband for America also includes three trade groups, namely CTIA, uh, NCTA, the Internet and Television Association, and the telecommun- uh, Telecommunications Industry Association. Verizon isn't listed as a broad uh, as a broadband for America member, but it is part of the CTIA. Um, it goes on to say the primary functions of broadband for America's net neutrality campaign included an industry trade group and three companies that are among the biggest players in the United States internet, phone, cable, and uh, phone and cable market, with more than sixty five million American subscribers among them and combined market value of approximately half a trillion dollars. Jeebus. And this is, uh, the these are the people who financed it to have those comments posted, uh, I would say illegally. I would say if you're paying for fake comments, that's probably pretty illegal. It says, when those comments directly impede with the democratic process, absolutely. So it says, with broadband companies having used third-party vendors to conduct the campaign, the AG said it found no evidence that the ISPs themselves had direct knowledge of the fraudulent behavior. Right, right. Uh, The broadband companies spent $8.2 million on their anti-net neutrality campaign, including $4.2 million to submit the $8.5 million comments to the FCC and half a million letters to Congress. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna say that that's that they totally know knew about it. 
Yeah, this a, reminds the last two parts in particular that seemed like they were probably where they were actually breaking a law somewhere. And if they weren't, yeah. they definitely should have been. Yeah, and it reminds me a lot of like how super PACs work. And the way that super PACs work is if you or I decide to donate to, let's say, Bernie Sanders or something like that, we can donate a certain amount of dollars. I think in the last campaign it was we could we could donate up to two uh two thousand eight hundred dollars. And that was our maximum allowed donation. Uh what the the way that super PACs work is that you don't actually you don't actually donate to the campaign, you donate to the super PAC, who then will run ads uh for whoever that candidate is. So if it's a super PAC for like Donald Trump, they'll run ads for Donald Trump. If it's a super PAC for Biden, they'll run ads for Biden, but they're not directly tied to the, to the campaign. Uh, and technically the super PAC and campaign don't talk. And so there's like no fraud or whatever, but they always fucking talk. Like, you know that the super PAC is getting their orders from somebody in the campaign. It's just stupid. And that reminds me of this. It's like, oh, no, we totally didn't know what was going on and that they were sending all of these letters to uh, Congress and stuff. Whoopsie doozle. Like, fuck you. Like, yes, you did. You did know about it. Uh, the only problem is you can't really... Uh, you can't really prove that they knew about it because everyone's going to deny that. Um, and it says 18 million comments were entirely f fabricated, which, again, seems pretty illegal to me. What about you guys? Seems like well, it should be grounds for, you know, rolling back some of those rules and changes that were justified using that. Well, now, 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 so, uh, now, this was... This was... Some of these comments were in support of net neutrality. 7.7 .7 million fake comments supporting net neutrality were submitted by a 19-year-old college student in California pursuing a degree in computer science. And another 1.6 million fake comments supporting net neutrality were submitted by an unknown party. Well, I'm against that as well. I'm, I'm a, There's got to be some way that you could, I mean, like the obvious solution is you got to make an account so you you know, you, you can't make these things anonymous. There needs to be some sort of check-in, but then people will just steal identities with that. Uh, yeah, like the ISPs did where they used uh, 8.5 million people's actual names and personal information without their knowledge or consent. Yeah, you're Perfect. on our customer roster. We'll just upload that database into a names.json and it'll it'll I, all be fine. I wonder if there's even something like in your contract or whatever with the Comcast and the and rights those to others. your likeness or something. I would Yeah. Oh, that would I could totally see them C doing kind of like, like how that. like almost every technology company now has a uh has an agreement where you can't be part of a class action lawsuit against them. If you mm -hmm. want to sue them, you have to do it individually and you have to go through their arbitration uh, group that they have labeled in the, uh, in the agreement. 
Or uh, there's a lot of companies where it's like, oh, if you want to cancel with us, you have to send a cancellation letter to this specific address, and we only accept cancellations in the month of December. Oh, like like how a lot of gyms do that? Yeah, gyms. my gym's got something like that that I sort of fucking hate. Uh, See, I've seen... that, that's why, not, hashtag not sponsored, but that's why with a lot of services like that, I'll use privacy so they can generate a new credit card to use with them. And then if they try to pull shit like that, I just close the card. My gym you know, will sue me if I do that. You know, here's <laughs> here's the deal. I totally want to. I would totally be cool with being sponsored by Privacy. So if uh, if anybody from Privacy is listening to this, and I know you're not, please sponsor sponsor the Reeton Entertainment Podcast. We get tens of viewer uh, a week. <laughs> um. So so we're gonna look at at Ajit Pai. Uh, this is go the second story. Ajit Pai, who was the leader of uh, what was it? What's it called? I forget the the agency, but he's the, the one who the killed net neutrality. Federal Trump contingency. FTC. FTC. No, no, it was no, it was the FCC. My bad. FCC. Yeah. Okay, okay. So he was the leader of the FCC, and he said, "Oh, if we get rid of net neutrality, it's going to be better, and prices are going to go down because free market and bullshit." Uh, <laughs> And the free market will make things way better. And the free market is amazing. And we should all jerk off to the free market. And And that's how that ever works. And it uh, turns out that that didn't happen. Prices have gone up. However, the cost for internet service providers has gone down. Uh, It says on an annual basis, the average household internet expenditures rose from $437.71 in 2016 to $556.50 in 2019. When adjusted for inflation to match the value of $2020, the cost rose from $472.25 in 2016 to $564.07 in 2019. It says broadband prices consistently increase faster than the rate of inflation, while the provider's own costs do not. This makes this increasingly critical infrastructure service both more expensive in terms of for users and more profitable for the ISPs. Go fucking figure that the companies that like to make money only find ways to make more money without making anyone who's actually using their service have better service. I really wish we could get a big mesh net working. See, I really... I don't mind my internet service provider. I pay a lot of money um, a month. Uh, a lot of money it's like compared to the average, apparently, because I pay like $100 a month, $110 a month, depending. Uh, but I get gig internet. I have I have uh, a gig down by, uh, unfortunately, 20 up, but I have, I have pretty decent, pretty stable internet. 20 uh, up, still pretty good. It's not, I, I just, I would like it to be like 50. Like, I, I don't doubt that for sure, but it it works, right? It works, and uh, you use it all the time. I do. <laughs> um, so yes, it turns out that prices are are rising for internet service providers, but the costs have gone down for them. Uh, it says prices rose by a similar amount during the last three years of the Obama administration, 
Pai claimed that the deregulation of the broadband industry and repeal of net neutrality uh, would reverse the trend of rising prices, bringing cheaper internet uh, access to all Americans. Instead, the prices kept rising. Uh, Biden said he wants to reverse the long-term trend by working with Congress to find a solution to reduce internet prices for all Americans. Uh, Biden didn't say exactly how long he would uh, lower prices, but the cable lobby is already slamming Biden for his suggestion that the government should help Americans get cheaper access to internet. Well, how, of course they fucking do. How, like, we need to make a new, uh, a new Captain Planet that, like, he, <laughs> he goes after internet lobbyists. Because this like is some bullshit. Gun? <laughs> yes, exactly. So what, what I, what I think we really need are more of what, um, the right to repair uh movement is doing where they are funding a lobbying group in support of right to repair like ultimately we're just going to have to have people throw money at this to bribe politicians into supporting the correct things instead of the incorrect things that's like, so i don't sad. know how else we do that isn't that's, it though it's so Can't sad we just fix society can't we just like, not find bullshit work grounds and fix the core problem? All we can do is just fight fire with fire, and that's just how this stupid fucking country works, apparently. I don't because like that you're talking why about... Why have a government that actually gives a shit about its people, you know? Yeah, I don't like that you're talking about setting places on fire, but I'm down with it. Well, I didn't say to to actually set... I said fight fire with fire. Oh. If I was going to go that route then I, I just say burn congress down but i didn't say that we shouldn't you do can't that. yeah I, that it wasn't it wasn't illegal for me to say that because all i did was i just said that it would be illegal for me to say to burn congress down but i'm not saying to do that <laughs> we shouldn't i'm we just saying not. i can't say to burn congress down yeah we really shouldn't do that by the way um don't ISPs, don't however. do that Nathan, yeah. where'd your podcast go? It's not on any of the services anymore. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It's a good thing nobody listens to this. Um, <laughs> really? So, it says, uh, many factors do affect price. However, it always goes up. Most of the 2013 to 2016 increase came in one year between 2014 and 15. The 2015 rise was largely due to an acceleration at a higher priced slash faster tiers at the time of which the spread of price between them and lower tiers was big more specifically oh, but there won't be tiered internet we promise we promise <laughs> more specifically 2015 was a big year for growth and uh subscriptions above 100 megabits per second uh as the doxis 3 cable internet service standard was pushed more heavily particularly by Comcast in the wake of the failed TWC deal. I don't even know what that is. Turner Time noted, Warner Cable. Oh, that makes sense. Turner noted uh, online video was also taking off, uh, aided by the streaming quality improvements after the Obama-era FCC regulation forced residential ISPs and other network operators to settle their differences and upgrade network links, which I, I agree with. that They should you know, have better internet everywhere i think that the government <clears throat> that we should have a government provided internet service um and i don't know how we bring that about 
what I would think would be the easiest in terms of infrastructure would probably be have an internet service that runs off of like 5G. Uh, once that gets launched nationwide, because uh, it's not available in my area. I don't know if it's available. It might be available in where Connor's at. Do you know if 5G is available in your area? I think people have 5G. I do not have 5G, though. Me neither. But what I'm thinking is that would probably be the ease, the simplest way to get like a, a nationwide government-supported internet service would probably be through a 5G-like connection. Unless you guys have to have a better idea. Like, they're not going to run fiber to every town uh, for everybody. So I think 5G I mean, would I'm, probably be the best. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, a good solution here. And it's not like we don't have the infrastructure already laying in pipes all throughout this country that we could piggyback off of. Well, I mean, we already have... Uh, we we even talked about a company either last week or the week before. They're a private company that uh, just has a contract with the government to supply uh, certain people with uh, mobile phone service. Oh, yeah. uh, they they have their own mobile phone service that you can buy, but then they also have the the gratis version for poor people that is government sponsored like a, a lot of things that the both the federal and state governments do are just run off of private companies that are contracted with the the government groups uh, I have an idea I, I know what we should do we should make it so that the government buys and controls all of the landlines in the united states and then if you want internet service, then you can get free 56K internet from the government. That's That should be more than enough for anyone, right? You know that that's what would end up happening. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. They'd be like, Your go we have the government-supplied internet. Uh, it's broadband. Technically, it's 25 megs. That's all you get. Which, I mean, if it's free, I'd probably be okay with it, honestly. Uh, yeah, that that would actually that would probably be doable for a lot of people. Twenty five. Yeah, because that's be a start. That's what a lot broad... of people are basically looking at. You know, text with a couple of images. Yeah. Well, I mean, like at, mo at most they watch Netflix in four K. Yeah, and that that would probably it, it would probably it would have be to downgrade. buffer a lot. It either buffer or it would go down to ten eighty p. And I guarantee you can start you, watching your movie in 20 minutes. I guarantee you that a lot of people would not would not notice the difference between 1080p and 4K. Uh, if, if I don't, they were if they were watching Netflix or something like that. I don't. I still um, I'll do that. All my streaming still 1080p. I don't have a 4K device yet. Most of that yeah. shit is just upscaled 1080 anyway. Well, right. and I and I can tell you. Um, I know a lot of your streaming is still 480p. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, if you're if you're on the T-Mobile network, um, all of your data streaming is in 480p. I'm not on T-Mobile, but yeah, that that actually uh, makes a lot I'm of sense. I'm saying like they that's what they fucking do. That's how you get uh, that's how you get the unlimited uh, streaming over data deal with T-Mobile. 
Oh, yes. Yes, that, that makes sense. So, uh, basically, uh, A, we need net neutrality back. So, hopefully, uh-huh. hopefully the Biden administration re-enables net neutrality. And we also need price... We, ne- we need them to, to have regulations on prices for the companies. If, if internet service providers are going to continue to be as they are and not be bought out they need to be reeled in somehow because realistically what we're seeing here and what time and time again is being proven true is that when left out of control, they become anti-consumer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Makes about, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I and so like, and the really shitty thing too, though, is that like, it kind of seems like the only way that any of that's going to happen in the short term, if the government can't reel them in is with the support of things like, uh, what was, was the Tesla one? Uh, uh power star. Boy. Yeah. Star Starlink. It's going to be with stuff like, like Starlink and other, it's going to take some rich person who just feels like throwing money at a thing. And, and that that's it. And like, that in in Google Fiber, yeah. Like Google Fiber scared a lot of companies into really building out their fiber. But I'm sure that that AT and T's fiber wouldn't be a thing if not for Google Fiber. Unfortunately, Google Fiber kind of died. There. Yeah, they they kind of stopped building all that out probably because it cost them too much and they weren't getting enough user data out of it. Yeah, they are. They're still doing it, I guess. But it's instead of going through uh, and actually creating fiber, they're using 5G, actually. Um, oh, and interesting. Because it's actually really cheap to run it from city to city or to run it like, you know, run it into the city. But the part that's really expensive is running it within the city uh, because you have a bunch of regulations you have to follow. You, they, a lot of the cities don't own the poles. And so. Like the, oh, the yeah. telecommunications companies own the polls, and so they have to like partner with them to be. It's silly. It's all silly, but they have they have decided what they're gonna do. From what I understand, because I don't think they've launched in any cities since they made this decision, was that they'll run to the city, but then they'll just have five G towers that they'll put up, and you'll use some sort of interface to to get that 5G signal for the Google Fiber, which theoretically could be as fast as a standard fiber connection, but well, we have to see. We have to see what happens with that. So, hopefully, something like that will happen. I remember, I know that... I We're think, all going to get baked by the microwaves. I think Google and Intel are actually working on that, but that's just... Some some rumors that I've heard. Anywho, that's just a theory, a five G theory. Thanks for watching. I I kind of hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> just a, I yeah. I don't I don't hate him. He seems nice enough, but it's just mm, no, his shows. I, I, there's there's I, no I reason. I hate him. I there's no. I think I hate the hate character. Him. That that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. So, uh, that's our our news for the week. I want to thank Oroa for being. Oh, here. I thought we stopped already. No, we're still going. And I want to thank Cyberpunk Monk for being here. 
I sure was here. And we will be ne- uh we'll be we'll be next week. We'll be back next week talking about some more news and uh video games that we have played hopefully. Thank you and goodbye. I think Mass Effect will be out next week, so we'll probably talk about that maybe. <laughs>